This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness, serious doctors for serious injuries, and powered by the law offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Stern, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. from heaven and she's daddy's little girl we begin this father's day weekend on saturday night live with philly labor here on talk radio 1210 wpht with the first dance from my wedding with my beautiful daughter Brittany uh, on memorial day weekend down in saint augustine florida and for all of the fathers around the delaware valley uh jay doc and to you uh, and to everybody listening all dads happy father's day as we start the big show this saturday night absolutely joe and and uh uh, great, great news uh, for for AFSCME District Council 47 leadership. And congratulations to President Fred Wright and the whole team um, for getting a, a tentative agreement signed, um, a three year deal. They've been working on the contract negotiations for I don't know how many months, uh, but I'm really happy for them that the tentative agreement uh, would be retroactive to July 1st, 2017 through June 2020. Uh, guarantees pay increases each year. Uh, it retains the current DC 47 members in the fine pension plan and uh, there's going to be a ratification meeting on Wednesday June 20th but it's been a long time coming congratulations to all uh, good news for DC 47 we welcome everybody into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on talk radio 1210 WPHT we're presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness, Serious Doctors for Serious Injuries. We're powered by Pond Lahaki Stern and Giordano. We're fueled by our good friends over at the Sinesta Hotel, where once a month we gather for our Labor Leader Roundtable, always a, uh, a great event that, uh, that we do monthly over at the Sinesta. And, of course, we're driven by Jim Stevenson and our friends uh, at Chapman Ford. Also supported heavily, J-Doc, by Teladoc uh, and Great Adventure, where we continue to encourage all of our union members or all of the union members from around the Delaware Valley uh, to check out uh, Great Adventure, a very, very special show uh, tonight. It is all about veterans' resources, and uh, we're uh, thrilled uh, to be able to bring you that show uh, over the next 60 minutes right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about veterans' health care benefits, and I'm ecstatic. In, in a couple months ago, I think if you uh, recall, the uh, boss, Pat Iding, came to us and he said, listen, um, there's a lot of good things going on over at the VA, and, and I want to make sure that the word gets out, everything that's going on with the with the health care benefits. So I'm ecstatic to bring on Lynn Watson, who's the facility telehealth coordinator at the Corporal Michael Crescent's uh, VA Medical Center, al- along with Fern Billet, who's the congressional liaison and community relations uh, pers- uh, liaison at that uh, for the Corporal uh, Michael Crescent's VA Medical Center. Uh, ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. It's great uh, to be here. Well, it's a and point. for full disclosure, Jay Doc, uh, Fern and I have a great relationship, so it's <laughs> nice to see her uh, yeah. in the studio, and it's good. I've worked with her on numerous things uh, over the years, and uh, Lynn, we have not at least yet, um, but uh, nice to have both of you in the studio. Thank you, thank you, Joe. 
And and so, um, you know, like I said, this was a mandate from the boss, Pat Iding, to get this get he, get this um, show going sooner than later, and, and everybody was uh, cooperative and excited to do it. And and uh, we're going to focus on getting the word out of veterans to, to veterans about their health care benefits. Um, first of all, um, as, as as we start it. Uh, uh, what is, you know, VA healthcare and what is it not? So that's a great question. VA healthcare is not insurance. It is actual healthcare. Our facility has primary care, behavioral health, specialty care, social services, pharmacy, uh, prosthetics, you name it. It is a total healthcare package. It is not insurance. Okay. Is and, there a confusion firm? Uh, firm? I, you asked the question, J. Doc. What sure. it's not is it? Or is he asking that question because there's a confusion behind it? Well, I've been with the VA for 13 plus years, and over the course of that time, there's definitely been confusion. And it's important to get the word out to the union members and to veterans, union members or not, that this is a benefit that they've earned from their service, and it is actual health care is not insurance and any veteran or union member who is a veteran who has other insurance can still use the VA for their health care. Lane, you want to tell you want to follow that up with the ability to get engaged or the ability to I guess enroll in veterans health care? How do you do it? So we have a full-fledged registration department and veterans would fill out the 1010EZ form and submit it to the registration department they review all the criteria and they work with the veteran to get them enrolled. Uh, in, in labor, and this is important, and this is why you know this show works so well with uh, Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. There's such a synergy with, with labor and with veterans. We have so many members in our community that are veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many of our labor leaders are passionate about uh, you know veterans' causes and and certainly uh, obviously. Uh, wanting to get because you know we're getting out we're getting out the information uh, to the veterans uh, throughout the Delaware Valley, but also a lot of them are labor uh, m- members of labor, m- members of organized labor, and so uh, it's it's really important. And this is it. This is the, you know there obviously uh, are individuals that aren't aware of of some of the benefits, and that's what Pat said to me. He said, Joe, you know a lot of these benefits that are out there that members have the opportunity to take advantage of. They don't even know about. That's true. We we hear that all the time. We go out into the community. We talk to veterans. We hold town halls. And it's surprising to me how many be- veterans are not aware of the ve- benefits that they've earned as a result of their service. And these include not just health care, which is the area we're here to talk about today, but also here in Philadelphia is a VA regional office. They handle benefits that generally are financial in nature. Um, and then, of course, we have the third part of the VA, which is the National Cemetery Administration, and there are burial benefits. Um, the closest cemeteries up in Washington Crossing. It's a beautiful facility. Now, we t- you, you, t- you touched on, uh, Lynn, you touched on um, how one enrolls uh, in the VA care. If, uh, if somebody's out there listening, uh, what's the department called? It's Health Administration Services, but it's the registration section, registration and eligibility. So there's a 1010EZ form, and they would complete that and f- submit that with, along with their DD-214, and the rest of the process flows through. But every veteran every veteran is eligible For to, some type of care. For some type of care. Correct. Depends on the, their service connection and other items. But the process cannot begin until 
they submit the, the registration form. the registration and then Correct. go, right. and, and then go and from there. And there. there are multiple ways that a veteran can that was submit my next it. question. Yes, it can be submitted online, uh, vets.gov. That's vets, V-E-T-S dot gov. Um, the application, the 1010 easy form is available there. It can be submitted online. A veteran can mail in an application form to our medical center. A veteran can come in in person and fill out the form with assistance from someone in the eligibility department. Multiple ways to get into the system. We're visiting with Lynn Watson and Fern Villett from the VA, joining us here on uh, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with J. Doc. I'm Krause on a Saturday night, a gorgeous night uh, around the Delaware Valley, and we thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Uh, I'm glad to be here, J. Doc, and it's nice to have you uh, sitting across uh, from uh, me tonight after your sure. um, extensive um, health yeah drama uh, over the last 10 days and i don't say that lightly but it is uh, nice to have you our conversation tonight if you're just joining us on 1210 is veterans resources and we're trying to create an umbrella of awareness uh, with fern and lynn tonight to at least be able to provide the start of information uh, that veterans who may not know can react to Uh, how soon after somebody um, gets out of the armed forces um, should they apply so A veteran who served in the active military and separated under any condition other than dishonorable may be eligible for VA health care. Current and former members of the Guard or Reserve who were not called up for active duty are not eligible. And it's determined, again, based on the 1010EZ form. I think as soon as they get out, they should submit that form. The the benefits are theirs. They earned it. They should submit the application. Well, let me ask you, you mentioned the Guard. If you're active in the National Guard... Um, and I ask because my son is my, my son just joined the National Guard while he was in co- while he was in college, so he's active in the Guard right now. He's um, uh, he is in Missouri right now for uh, for the summer. Um, at this point, where he is in his military career, should he even pay attention to this information or not yet? He he's it's too premature. It it is so. If a person is still on active duty. They have benefits and health care through the military, and that's through the Department of Defense. But once a person is discharged, has their DD-214 discharge papers, um, then they would turn to the VA for their health care. Uh, yeah, and that's, and that's uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you think about somebody getting out, you know, when they're getting out of the military, there's, you know, they got, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot going on. Um, the facilities, where are they located? So our facility is um, the Michael J. Crescens VA Medical Center is up at 39th and Woodland Avenues just in West Philadelphia. That's our main medical center. But for your listeners who are spread out throughout the Delaware Valley, we also have what we call community-based outpatient clinics. We have four of them currently. Uh, We have one in Camden, Camden City. We have one in Burlington County, New Jersey, one in Gloucester County, New Jersey, and on the Pennsylvania side, up in Horsham. Now, we do have um, in the works, we're going to be opening another outpatient clinic very soon um, this fall, further west in 63rd and Market Street in West Philadelphia. Very convenient to the L, but it also does have on-site parking. And we just recently were approved by the National VA 
to begin a search to open another clinic in northeast Philadelphia because we know that there are a lot of veterans up in northeast Philly and there's a need there. Well, and the one thing I learned, Fern, when we worked, when we, uh, worked uh, together, I had the opportunity to work with you on the wheelchair games, mm-hmm. was the amount of depth, the amount of numbers around the entire uh, Del- the region, not only Philadelphia, but just the region, the depth and the number of veterans. It, it, it's an incredible. It's incredible how many there are. So if we could somehow get the information to each one of the veterans out there who may not know at this point, it's a, it's a win. Absolutely. And in addition to our medical center, um, you're within your listening audience. There's also a VA medical center in Coatesville. There's one in Lebanon. Pennsylvania, and also in Wilmington, Delaware. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We're going to get to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to learn about telemedicine. On this show in the past and tonight, you heard about Teladoc. We're going to find out about telemedicine. We'll get to all of that on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. Father's Day weekend around the Delaware Valley, an absolutely picture-perfect uh, Saturday afternoon uh, leading into Sunday. So for all of the fathers out there, uh, all of the military dads who are separated from uh, their families and those that are home, we hope you enjoy them all tomorrow, uh, whether you're watching the U.S. Open or uh, you're watching the World Cup or you're taking in baseball. Uh, Father's Day, always a special day is for me, and I know it is for you, uh, Jay Doc. We thank you very much, and we say that to you as well. We're visiting uh, with Lynn Watson and Fern Villa. Uh, Fern Billet, uh, who are in studio. Fern, before we continue with the conversation, quick recap for me. Um, a veteran's going to complete the form uh, to get enrolled, and then there's a lot of different possibilities or opportunities. Just give me a quick recap on sure. that. Sure. So the form is the Form 1010-EZ. It's the government, so you know there are a lot of forms. Uh, <laughs> but it's about a two-and-a-half-page form. doesn't take that long to fill out. It can be completed online. It can be completed on a hard copy and brought in, mailed in. Come in, and we'll help you fill it out. Um, and then once a veteran is goes through the process and is determined to be eligible for VA health care, then they'll be assigned to a primary care provider. And the primary care provider will basically be the coordinator of all care, whether they need specialty care, whether they need any kind of prosthetics items, behavioral health care, um, any kind of care that they may need will be coordinated through their primary care provider. And it's part of our Veterans Resource Guide uh, on radio, Jay Doc, and we're glad to do it. We're glad to bring Fern and Lynn uh, into the studio. Absolutely. And when we started the, you know, before we started the broadcast, we, we had a, a brief conversation with Lynn, and, and uh, she gave us a, you know, the tip of the iceberg on, on telemedicine. really kind of blew my mind because our understanding of Teladoc and all is totally, I mean, it's principles the same, but totally different. Um, if you will, Lynn, tell us what uh, telemedicine is and how does it work? So if a, once a patient has a primary care provider and they re- start to receive their primary care and specialty care, if getting to the medical center or getting to one of the outpatient clinics is too difficult or their schedules don't permit it, they can have what's called a virtual visit. It's VA Video Connect. And the veterans can use their iPhone, their smartphone, their home laptop or desktop and have a video appointment with their doctor at the medical center. Now you fill in the, you bring some clarity to the statement. My understanding before we talked 
um, was just an understanding of telemedicine. So under the telemedicine program or under or teledoc, under the teledoc program, um, you can call in, you talk to a doctor that happens to be in that network. It's an incredible service and it really does provide not only convenience, but it also allows the ability for your need to be addressed quickly. Telemedicine to me appears to be an even higher level of what Teladoc offers uh, to the members. Because you're going to see your, I mean, you, you're you going to see your, your own provider. doctor. So a, you're going to see your provider. And we have some, in, in addition to the medical center and our outpatient clinics having virtual visits, we've also set up arrangements with colleges and universities and, and non-VA sites. So if a patient is enrolled in college and getting to the medical center or wherever is too difficult because of their college schedule, sure, um, they could have a video visit from their college in between classes with their doctor. So uh, it's at the time that's convenient for the patient. It's all in the accessibility for the patient. Uh, local schools? Yeah, St. Joe's, Montgomery County Community College. We've just reached out to Temple. So, and more are in the, in the mix. Um, so if somebody's traveling, let's just say some, uh, you know, somebody's traveling to see a relative there across the country and, you know, something goes, you know, I mean, obviously they're having a, a health issue um, and they're able to get in touch with their primary doctor, um, but clearly they can't, they can't, you know, they can't do a visit. Um, they can set the appointment up so that they can have that from across the country. That is correct. So it's um, anywhere to anywhere care. And if the patient, for example, is in South Carolina visiting a relative and they're having a health issue, right. they can have a video on demand appointment with their doctor in Philadelphia, just like that. What's the response? Oh, go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead, Joe. The response from, from, from the... Uh, you know, the veterans, I mean, you know, how have they responded to this? You know, the first time we did, the, we tested in the patient's house, the patient was like uh, enamored with how they didn't have to go outside. Sure. Um, and as Fern was mentioning earlier, some patients can't go outside for whatever reason. Um, this gets them the care they need at the time and place that's right for them. And the patients love it. And so do the providers. Right. And if I could, it's hard to imagine on a beautiful day like today, but you know that we get snowstorms, sure. we get hurricane type weather that comes through here. On those days, very often there's no need to cancel an appointment. The provider will call the patient and set up, um, you know, if they were scheduled to come in. So we don't want them to come in if it's potentially bad weather and they still have their appointment as scheduled, but a video appointment. But, and, and the interesting thing is, um, so doing a video appointment um, when we talk about, you know, with Teladoc, Joe, because um, a lot of the union community uses Teladoc, and they, you know, uh, and one of the things it does is it saves uh, a large majority of unnecessary emergency room visits. So it saves not only it does a great job for, for the treatment of the patient, but it also saves the health and welfare money, uh, which is important. Uh, how, uh, how many, what the different types of elements, like for example, I think it's like 85 to 90% of the, of the, of the uh, issues that you can treat in person, uh, they can actually do by, you know, by the teledoc, um, you know, method. Has, uh, tell me, give me an idea of, you know, is it the same way? Can they treat the majority of an individual? Because listen, they, the doctor can't touch the individual or anything like that. So how, you know, how does that work uh, for, the, for the majority of the actual ailments 
uh, that, that, that the patient is dealing with. So we have about 23 programs set up for VA Video Connect. We have weight management, smoking sensation, primary care, speech pathology, prosthetics. Um, we've got patients that happen to be up in Wilkes-Barre and they're having an amputee coordinator video appointment with their provider at Philadelphia. So I would say the majority of their conditions for the most part, could be done via video. It's but it has to be a provider patient collaboration. They both have to agree that this is what they want. Lynn Watson is visiting with us along with Fern Billet as we come to you on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Uh, Lynn, I always ask our listening audience to use theater of the mind since we're uh, broadcasting on radio. Give the listening audience a description of what that conversation might be like or how that process works. Is it as simple as it sounds um, to get connected with your doctor? Is it, does it work that easily? Actually, it does. So I'm very fortunate that I've got a staff of telehealth technicians. So if Dr. Smith, for example, says, I've got Mr. Jones that I want to see via his house sure. instead of having to bring him in, my team will connect with the patient, do a test to make sure they can hear and see whatever device they're going to be using, and then we let the provider know Mr. Jones is ready to go. We schedule the appointment. They get both they both get an email and it says in the email, click here to join the virtual medical room. They both click that, they can see each other and they have their visit. A follow up to that Fern, I've got to and I want to wait and get you to weigh in on this. I've got to believe that it's such a great benefit for those to be able to use te the telemedicine and work in a really positive way. Just the ability to be able to do that on call for the individual has to be spectacular is not the right word, but it has to be pretty gratifying for them to be able to have that. Well, actually, Joe, it could be life altering. I met with a veteran about it two years ago who, because of his PTSD, could not leave his house. He was just housebound and this was a young guy a wife and a, and a baby on the way and just was too afraid to leave his house he was set up with the virtual appointments and after a period of time it really changed his life because he's now able to leave his house doesn't go very far but it's it's an improvement for his himself for his family and these kinds of things this is exactly what this modality is capable of it changes lives and this is part of when somebody signs the like when they when they go and, and they and they sign up the 1010 form this is one of the benefits that that uh, that um, is offered well when they when they first initially get their primary care doctor they have for the most part a face-to-face -face visit with that primary care doctor as their care is progressing the provider and patient both discuss whether telemedicine's right for them it's not right for every patient i'll sure. be the first to admit that but for those that it is right for it is set up but like Fern just said, that sounds like priceless. I mean, you know, or somebody's going through, um, you know, an emotional, psychological type situation. Um, you you provide a convenience. Um, okay, before, one minute till the break, J Doc. Okay, um, so we we talk about access, same day primary care, be be and behavioral health. Yes, you know, it's been in the news a lot lately about the VA and access. And here in Philadelphia, we have a couple of different um, clinics that are available for immediate access for uh, behavioral health and for primary care. Of course, at our medical center at uh, 39th and Woodland, we have an emergency department. It's open 24 seven. 
We also have, during regular business hours, a same-day clinic. So if a veteran has a need to be seen but not quite the level of an emergency, they can go to that same-day access clinic and be seen by whoever's monitoring, you know, whatever provider is monitoring that clinic that day. So, um, and then we also have the same thing up on behavioral health up on the seventh floor. So there is no issue uh, once a veteran is enrolled. If they need to be seen, the same day they will be. Lynn, let me give you last word before we uh, say thank you to you both for coming into the uh, studio. Last word on telemedicine. Is it uh, however you want to um, close it up or, or, or summarize um, the conversation about telemedicine? Well, I think the goal of telemedicine is to give the veteran the right care in the right place in the right time. Good way to sum it up. Lynn Watson with us, Fern Billet with us. Thank you so much. Both Thank coming you. in Thank on a you. Saturday night uh, here in the Delaware Valley on Talk Radio 1210. WPHD, Veteran Resources. It's a radio guide tonight. We thank Fern and we thank Lynn. Jay Doc and I will roll on after the break. The crowd is standing. To a man they're standing. Here's the pitch. Twenty first, nineteen sixty four, at a place they call Shea Stadium. Jim Bunnings, perfect game uh, on Father's Day. Welcome back, everyone, to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Special thank, special thanks again to Lynn and Fern uh, for coming in and uh, kicking us off tonight. Jay Doc, uh, all about veteran resources. Uh, using the power of this radio station to deliver a great message and a good conversation uh, with Fern and Lynn. VA Telehealth, just spectacular uh, to learn about that, especially with all of our familiarity because of Teladoc uh, and how Teladoc has helped uh, numerous unions uh, around the Delaware Valley. Uh, it was great to learn about telehealth. telehealth. Uh, special thanks to uh, Lynn and Fern. We continue and we roll on. We've got an action-packed uh, second half. I'll let you do the uh, I'll let you do the honors of our introduction our next guest I think is perhaps one of the biggest movers and shakers in the veteran in in, in terms of helping veterans uh, and changing lives uh, out there not in the Delaware Valley but in the country across the board and uh, so we've been fortunate enough to have Mike Ferraro on the program several times and uh, on this our, our veterans resources uh, program I couldn't think of a better person to bring on so I'm uh, ecstatic to, to, to welcome Mike Ferraro who's the executive director of Bridging the Gap uh, on the program Mike how are you I'm doing wonderful Joe thanks for having me on again well it's it's a pleasure happy Father's Day to you my friend thank you you too and uh, so so first off uh, a little recap for our listeners um, to tell them tell them what Bridging the Gap is Sure. Bridging the Gap for Veterans is a, a nonprofit organization that's designed to, to really help the military family, the military uh, veteran, uh, military community at large, find jobs. And so how we do that is we offer an Ignite strategy where we go out on military installations and college campuses and some other state armories as well, and we're expanding around the country now. And we teach the uh, military community how to get a job, but at the same time, we're there with about a dozen or so companies and they're speed interviewing to get real, real face-to-face -face access to companies. And that's what 
what's been screaming by veterans, getting access to the hiring managers and the HR professionals, and that's what we're doing. Mike Ferraro, one of the uh, compelling bullet points that we've talked about in the past um, is the ability for the employer to understand how to hire a veteran or understand how to realize the skill set that a veteran brings to a position, yes? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, there's, there's a value of a veteran when you hire a person who comes from the military community. The skill sets that they have, the character, and the ability to stay focused on the mission. And I hear it all the time from the employers that I work with, our sponsors, is that's what they're looking for because they know they can get that from the military. And so, as an example, we're, we're trained in the military when there's a meeting at 8 o'clock. If you show up at 8 o'clock for a meeting, you're late. You'll right. show up on time. You show up a half hour before, or at least 15 minutes before, and they drill that into you. That's what, what we do in the military, and that's what they want in these corporations, people to be mission-focused and be able to do the task at, at large. Now, Mike, one of the things I thought, you know, you and I have talked many, many times on this. We've even had um, conversations with, uh, with individuals that have done job fairs for veterans, and one of the things that's really, really important is – um, I, I, I think you'll recall the conversation we had where um, uh, I think it was somebody over at, at the uh, Union League and they were telling us that the majority of the times that they have job fairs for veterans, there are not there are not enough. There are too many jo- their jobs left. And over. They can't fill the jobs because they're so qualified. Uh, you know, the, the, the veterans are so qualified. Okay, and and they're they're so in demand. We're not just talking about individuals that have had a difficult time coming out of the military. We're talking about highly sought after individuals. Absolutely, and, and the Union League situation is no different than some of the other locations around the nation. But specific to the Union League, it deals with these career fairs that have been going out, you know, for years. And whether you're, whether you're a civilian or coming out from the military, is that people expect to go to a career fair and they think they're going to get a job. They think they're actually going to get a chance to get a, an interview and get maybe a second interview at the job fair. That doesn't happen. And it's not designed that way. But the perception is as they get a job fair, people are hiring, they're going to go. Union League put out a great program every year, I think it's in September. And the, the problem is they don't have enough veterans coming out because the veterans saying, I don't want to go to a job fair and, and waste my time. And so because I'm not going to get a job. They're going to tell me to go to online and fill out a form and submit your resume and do that whole dance all over again. What we're doing is separate from that. We're giving them face-to-face access so that they can talk to, the, talk to five to seven minutes to an employer, eyeball to eyeball, and the companies that they want to talk to, the Prudentials, the Accentures, the Bristol Myers, the J&Js, the Coca-Colas. And so they... they you know, have that interface, and that's why we've been so successful. Mike Ferrar is our special guest here on the second half of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's a special uh, resource radio program tonight uh, for veterans. Michael, what's the secret sauce? What What is the main or the key um, need or the key area if I'm a veteran and I'm listening to this radio program right now and I've been through the mill, I've been through the process, I'm starting to question myself saying, you know, I spent 15 years in the military, I'm well uh, trained, I'm well educated, um, yet I'm struggling to get through the door. Tell me about the secret sauce and how you connect the dots. 
so secret sauce i think is is using social media today to be in the 21st century model, business model, for getting a career. And that is being able to, as an example, using LinkedIn, use LinkedIn the way it's designed to use LinkedIn. And that is find a company that you want to work for that has job openings that you think you can qualify for. Then find out who's working there, as an example, and then find out who's the military person that's working there. Become a champion to that person. Become a connection. To have a friendship started, and that person can help you get to the right people in that company. That's Mike, just one example of, of how to uh, one tactic to use as a secret sauce. Mike, um, real quick, give us uh, you know s- some updates. What's what's been going on with bridging the gap? Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Joe. We've been so blessed because we just partnered with the USO of Pennsylvania and Southern New Jersey, right in right in the heart of Philadelphia. And Joe Brooks and I spoke, and, and now August thirtieth. We're doing something so unique that uh, I think it's going to really hopefully take off. We're doing a military spouse uh, career transition program, and we're going to do it in New Jersey side. And what we're going to be doing, it's not going to be a summit where people are going to come out and and have panels and storytellers and guest speakers. We're going to get spouses jobs. Jobs when when they, you know, leave uh, around the world, whether it's a husband or or wife, and and they're traveling around the world, different bases and go base-to-base relocation. They're, they lose their jobs sometimes. And so we're going to find jobs, companies that are listening right now, where they can get opportunities to go from, if they're moving from New Jersey to go down to Atlanta, we'll be able to transfer and, and have that career skill go with them. And so that's what we're going to be doing. But we're going to be doing it in an innovative, unique way so they can leave there with knowing they can have a job. So that's what we're all about is action and results. And uh, we're putting together that plan right now. And we invite any of the employers to contact us so that we can, you know, help, you know, make, make this a robust program. But we'll get the backing of the USO of, of Pennsylvania and southern New Jersey, and it's going to be phenomenal. And the entire listening audience on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT uh, certainly knows Joe Brooks uh, very, very well. You'll hear him weekly here uh, on the radio program uh, that he does uh, right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, and he's just done some phenomenal things. Congrats, Michael. Uh, on that connection or on bridging the gap uh, with Joe, which will lead to um, uh, more success for you, uh, which ultimately means that uh, more veterans will be able to find employment. Uh, absolutely. As another example, another piece of success real quick is we just partnered with the, the Painters Union uh, and Allied Trades around the nation, not just in New Jersey. Now we're going to bridge that gap from those military installations around the country to the business agents in those different cities to, to then hire a, uh, an apprenticeship program. Couple that with helmets to hard hats as well, but this is a, a direct line and uh, they get first priority and you go to the top of the list when called in for an apprenticeship program. And so we're doing 10 cities right now and this is gonna be around the country. So we've been so busy and I, I think we're on the right track here. And, and before we go, Mike, so you got one second. I know you got your Top Gun program on the joint base on June 22nd. So you guys are doing a ton of things. And I want to thank you for everything that you do for our veterans. Unprecedented. Mike Mike Ferraro of Bridging the Gap. Right. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. And happy Father's Day. Right, good stuff from Michael Ferraro joining us here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. We'll get to a break. We'll come back. With our final segment, we thank everybody for tuning in. This is Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD.
Happy Father's Day uh, to all of our dads listening around uh, the Delaware Valley. Top of the hour, Christine Flowers is in for Dan Loney, and she'll take you into the night here on a Saturday night. It's our Veterans Resource Show. Jay Doc, good show. We're moving right along, and if you thought the first three segments were quick, you bring Joe Griffey's into the conversation. It's real fast, my friend, but he's got a lot of good information, uh, and we're glad to have him be part uh, of the show and help us close uh, the broadcast tonight on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Yeah, so we have a, a you know an, an opportunity to, to to bring on a great friend of ours. He's the director of Veterans Affairs uh, for the Welcome Home Show. Uh, it, it, it's a show that 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 comes from comes from out of uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, and and uh, what an amazing. A job Joe does for veterans around the Delaware Valley. Uh, Joe, uh, welcome to the show. Shame to you, you guys, uh, Joe Krause and Joe Doc. It's always good to be with you guys. Well, Joe, listen, um, it's a pleasure, as you know, and we talk a lot. And first of all, if you will, tell tell our listeners uh, what the uh, Welcome Home Show is all about. Well, the Welcome Home Show came about over a traffic ticket, and I was insulted in the courtroom. And my wife said, go home and do something about it or eat it up. So I went on a campaign to get some things done for veterans and in, in the process calling radio shows locally down the Jersey Shore and national shows. And uh, someone heard me and they said, hey, you got to do your own show. And that was six years ago. And uh, uh, from my hospital bed, get my hip replaced Monday, we, uh, we took care of a veteran. We got him into a... Uh, 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 a bankruptcy 13 form to save him from, from being put out of his home. And uh, we're in it, and there's helping a family with a dispute that wants to get a school named here in New Jersey for their son that was in Black Hawk Down, and the school board is fighting them. So, Joe, and, you, uh, you know, and this is one yeah, everything. And, and healthcare, whatever. You get involved. One thing that's, and this is important Joe Griffey is not only just a radio talk host, you get engaged um, and involved in the stories you broadcast. Well, a lot of times, half the, half the stories come to me. They come to our show. And I've I got to give thanks to my wife. She does so much work, Colleen, putting this show together. But there's not a veteran subject in the country, whether it's large cabin, Oklahoma, where they, they sold the, uh, the, the, the governors involved in a, in a land swindle with a, a guy that did six tours in Iraq, or whether it's in the Marine that was in his classroom in California that was joining the Marines right after he graduated high school. And the the teacher sent him home because he wasn't dressed properly. He was wearing a Marine uniform. That made a national story. They, the, the teacher insulted him, told him he was ignorant. He wasn't smart enough to achieve anything in life. And anybody that goes in the military, they're, they're not reaching their capabilities in life. So they reach out to us, and, and uh, we're right there. We don't leave that behind. Joe Griffey's joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT right here in Philadelphia. It's our Veterans Resource uh, Show. And, Joe, uh, my history goes um, back through uh, the timeline uh, with you. I've never really uh, I've never really got you to uh, never really had you explain to me um, the fuel. Uh, the passion in your soul um, that gets you to do uh, what you do. I venture to say um, that it may be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive that's a pretty accurate statement. And Joe, I'd like to say something first. About a week before I came home, uh, a week after I came home from Vietnam, I, I bought a, purchased a home in Wisconsin. And when I looked out my window, I could see the birthplace of the Philadelphia Yellow Jackets on Frankfurt Avenue. 
and they were they were the Philadelphia Eagles before the Philadelphia Eagles were the Eagles. Absolutely. And we had the honor of doing our show one night at the opening of the Philadelphia Yellow Jackets. Yeah, and I do, rem- I, 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 do, I do remember that. I do remember that uh, as a, a you know as one of the great as one of the great memories uh, for me personally. Um, for you, um, it's part of who you are, and I, and I want and, and I know you're humble, and I get it. But I want the listening audience, Joe, uh, you know, to understand who Joe Griffey's really is. Okay, to answer your question, uh, that's for promised five things when they went in the military. We didn't go with a contract and demand this, demand that. We want this. We expect this. We had no say in the matter. We were promised five things. Clothing, food to be fed every day, and transportation to all the lousy places in the world. And we were also promised a casket, a flag for our casket when we die, and local health care. And our government has failed. We have too many veterans traveling five hours, six hours, three hours a day to get health care in this country. And that's, that's kind of a breach on the contract that, that, that the, the government gave us. We didn't ask them. For, we clearly said we didn't ask for any. We didn't ask for a flag. We were 18 years old. We didn't even know what what the hell the flag, what they were talking about. Joe, do you think that in, 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 in your in your capacity, because Joe Krause is right, you're one of the most passionate people I've ever met. Nobody has ever lived and breathed anything that they are more than Joe Griffiths. There's no question about that. Do you feel in your position that you are a, a voice for those veterans, those many, many, many veterans that otherwise would not have one? Uh, without a doubt. We don't want. We don't need to be the voice for the veterans that are working at Pricewaterhouse Cooper, are working at Comcast, and very companies that are very successful at hiring our vets. We need to be the voice for the veterans that are suicidal, that are living in the woods. Joe and Joe, stop and think. We're the greatest nation in the world. We put a man on the moon, yet we still have veterans living in the woods every night. 15% of our homeless population in our country are veterans. They put a roof of freedom over our country. We can't give them a roof when it's, when it's five degrees outside. That's criminal. Joe Griffey's is our special guest here, uh, winding down our show on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. Uh, Joe, before uh, get yeah, J Doc, we've got just a little bit of time. Well, I just wanted to ask you, Joe, would you would you tell our listeners, um, you know, when your show is, um, what 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 time and what day of the week it is? We're on Saturday afternoon from two to four. Uh, we're on 1020 AM and 101.3 FM, and we're on a radio station that a lot of veterans, Vietnam veterans and their, their families would know. It's called Wibbage, W-I-B-G. And that's in Ocean City, New Jersey. Ocean City. Joe, listen. Go, uh, go ahead, Joe. No, no, I want to thank you so much for joining us here and, and for everything that you My do. My honor. Everything that you do for veterans, uh, it's not not just in New Jersey, but across the Delaware Valley, and being the voice you are, and by the way, for getting things done for individuals who otherwise may not be able to get done. Joe, I've been well, waiting a long, I'll leave you with this, my friend, I've been waiting a long time to get you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as part of this as part of this program. I uh, picked a perfect night uh, tonight for you to be able to do it, uh, and I appreciate it. Happy Father's Day to you, and uh, enjoy uh, the rest of what should be a fantastic uh, weekend. Thank you, Joe. 
You guys also. Thank you. Uh, Joe Griffey's joining us here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. To summarize, uh, for our listening audience, um, Fern Billet and Lynn Watson kicked off uh, the program uh, tonight, Jay Doc, and um, we got deep into the telehealth part, the telemedicine part uh, of uh, uh, of the VA, uh, and like you, I was fascinated to learn the extent. Sure. Um, I'm thrilled to hear about it. Uh, again, with Teladoc being one of our supporters and being so um, entrenched within the union community, it really you can really see it's growing good, in yeah, different ways. No, there was there was no doubt about that. And then, of course, Mike Ferraro joining us with bridging the gap. We've had Mike in the studio. We've had some conversations with Mike about doing more uh, with bridging the gap, using the form of this radio station to try and uh, push what his objective is uh, for veterans. Uh, and as you know, Jay Doc, until I leave this very world, um, I will continue to do um, or answer the question, yes, what's the question uh, when it comes to helping veterans? Absolutely. Mike does a great job and we love having him. He's changing lives. Um, before we go, I want to wish my father a, a happy Father's Day. I want him to know that wherever he's at, I am and wherever I'm at, he's at. And I want to wish all the fathers out there a very happy, healthy, and safe Father's Day with their families. All right. Good stuff. Well said. And uh, I want to give our producer just a heads up as we say goodbye. I'd love to hear one more little verse uh, uh, as Glenn Page brings us strongest man uh, in the world. We'll have a little bit of that when we say goodbye. But I do uh, want to take this moment, uh, Jay Doc, to um, thank Pat Eiding first for suggesting uh, that we bring Fern and Lynn into the uh, studio tonight, a great opening uh, segment. Thank our listening audience who has been with us here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT for quite some time, uh, and thank all of our listeners uh, for being a part of what is a happy Father's Day weekend. As we say goodbye, uh, we say goodbye on behalf of all of the veterans around the Delaware Valley and around the region. On behalf of Jay Doc, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.